the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Partners in the Gospel. I'm your host, Chaim Goldman, the Watchman. On Partners in the Gospel, we talk with ministry leaders, pastors, other local community members, as well as national influencers who are making a true kingdom impact. We are here on 100.7 FM, The Word, and also on podcast at thewordfm1007.com. Now on today's program, we're really getting in to Christian civic activism. So if you're ready to get going and, and fight the good fight on the local level here in the Pikes Peak area, this is the program for you. First off, we have Luke Vercolone, who is the National Development Manager of Save the Storks, an amazing ministry. We're going to be talking about the battle for life in Colorado. And in our second segment, Floyd Brown, founder of Western Journal, sharing about the unlikely alliance of Americans fighting back for faith and freedom. Well, here we are with Luke, Luke Vercoloni. Welcome to Partners in the Gospel. Thanks so much. I'm honored to be here. It's great to have you here, Luke. Give you Luke's background a little bit. Luke Vercoloni was the first signed player and first captain of the Colorado Springs Switchbacks professional soccer team. Bet you didn't see that one coming. But after growing up in the pro-life movement and transitioning from pro sports into ministry, he's been with Save the Storks for five years and is now, as I said, its national development manager. And we're going to be talking about battling for life, specifically pro-life for the unborn in Colorado. So Luke, I gave a little bit about your background. Interesting, starting in pro sports, but what brought you into the pro-life movement? Yeah, thanks, Heim. Thanks for that intro and honored to be on the show. But I grew up in the pro-life space, a Christian, a practicing Christians. My folks taught me well and trained me, but um, I was praying outside on the sidewalks and praying for life and being a witness. My father was actually part of Operation Rescue and he would sometimes pray and they'd put them in jail and back in the oh. day there when they were praying outside. Okay, so, so you were on the front, you saw the front lines saw early the front on. front lines firsthand. Daddy's got to be in jail tonight, so we'll be praying for him. But they, wow. you know, that's how what they had back then. And, you know, it was a different approach and uh, we've learned and grown in the pro-life space, but I've been involved, but... um I didn't think that I would be doing it full time until the Lord really put it in my heart. And that was about five years ago. Uh, I was volunteering with Save the Storks, got some injuries in soccer. And God said, now's your time to step away from pro sports and full time. You know, he, he gets the athletes that way. He takes you through right? a while. <laughs> I've, I've heard Thanks, that God. story many times. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't ignore that. But no, I'm honored to be here with Save the Storks. And, and as National Development Manager, what does that mean? Um, I raise funds. I do a lot of development, donor development, and um, this fuels our amazing ministry and impact. We have over 95 mobile medical clinics on the road that are the hands and feet on the sidewalk every day, uh, empowering moms and saving babies. So you you take these medical clinics wherever they need to go. They they go in front of the clinics and, and you offer to women that are presumably walking in to consider or maybe getting an abortion well, what do they get with it when they go into these mobile medical clinics? Absolutely. 100% Jaime, you have it right. So they get free ultrasound, counseling, prayer, and guidance. So 
Every one of our mobile medical clinics are partnered with a pregnancy center or a church. So when we're parked out in front of a Planned Parenthood or an abortion clinic, um, the moms, as they go to their meetings and their appointments, they get to see this vehicle with big, beautiful billboard and signage saying, free ultrasound, come on in, we're here to serve you and love on you. And so many of these moms feel lost, feel trapped, feel scared. And to know that they have support and it's free, whereas they have to pay for their ultrasound and pay for their abortion at Planned Parenthood, they can come in for free services. And four out of five of these moms, so 80%, even though they're going to the abortion clinic, they come onto a stork bus 80% choose life. So you can understand how amazing this is and why this is such an amazing ministry to get involved with and to support. Uh, Let's get to the root of the problem here. I mean, we we shouldn't have to do this. We shouldn't have Mm -hmm. abortions going on so regularly that you even need to exist. But what, what do you see as the underlying problem in society, in the church? Where are we falling short in protecting life? I would agree. We have fallen short, not only in the culture, but also in the church, uh, sadly, Haim. However, I think the problem's the same. Uh, the enemy, Satan, he, he prowls like a lion waiting to devour, and he's done tremendous work in targeting the sanctity and value of human life. And that's where it starts. When we devalue human life, when the family is getting attacked um, on the spiritual level, we're starting to see it manifest in the physical, in in our culture, and in our church. So culturally, they do a great job, um, the society uh, defining terms in their favor and controlling the narrative, whether they say choice or whether they say woman's health or feminism and just manipulating these words to fit their narrative. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is, um, if you're only promoting one option, that's not real choice. And and they really only promote abortion. So when we talk about pro-choice, it's very misleading. And we talk about health care, it's not healthy for the child. And it's certainly not healthy Healthy for for the the mom either. Yeah. yeah, I think that that's really forgotten in all of this. We say that we're protecting the rights of women. But if you talk to women who are honest, who have had an abortion, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's it's very, very hard uh, on the women. Um, certainly the baby is, you know, didn't get to see life, uh, but the women have to live on with this. And, and, I, and it's really a deception, as you said, from the enemy, um, that this is something that empowers women. No. Talk, talk to women honestly, and you'll find out that the, this is a deception, too. Yeah, well said. So, so what, what can we do, you know, on the local level? Certainly, we'll be talking about Save the Storks and getting involved. You have a special project you're going to be talking about. But, but outside of that, what can we as believers out around in the Pikes Peak area, around Colorado, what, what can we do to support life and, and get engaged in this battle in an effective way? Well asked. Um, yeah, definitely 100% be praying. It starts with prayer. And prayer is powerful in knowing that. And if you've seen the movie Unplanned, um, they say that the abortion numbers decrease by over 50% when there are people praying outside of the clinic. Mm. And just that prayer and that presence is powerful. And, and anyone can do that. There are a lot of great ministries to volunteer for here locally, including Save the Storks. But I want to highlight the Life Network here um, in Colorado Springs doing amazing work. Um, you vault. may know them from the Walk for Life. That's oh, over there. Yeah, so good. Powerful. They're doing amazing work there. Um, volunteering, praying, and then I want to encourage the church to uh, be the hands and feet of Christ. A lot of times in the church we get labeled, and it's not always rightfully so, but sometimes where it can be judgmental or critical, but just being compassionate, opening the door to have these conversations with these moms who are often fearful and feel trapped. So walking alongside a young mom, um, being supportive, being encouraging. 
but trying to live out that call to not just have faith, but have works alongside that in being the hands and feet of Christ. You know, how, how can we, how can we do that when we feel that what they're doing is, you know, it's, it's just wrong. I mean, we feel that aborting your, your baby is wrong, but, but to love the person, be compassionate. And as you said, it used to be, you know, it's very aggressive outside the abortion clinics, getting arrested. And, mm. and of course that gets characterized horribly in the, in the news. You know, how do you get a heart for doing that and in a way where you can share the severity of it while at the same time being compassionate to the person? It's so hard and we have to be a powerful witness. We have to preach the truth. So we have to say what abortion, the reality of abortion and not backing down from that truth, um, but to do it with love and to know that you love the person and be authentic with that. Um, I just started working with Save the Sorks because I feel like we do that so well that um, wins- in a winsome, loving, compassionate way where you'll see our stork boss and you'll see the signage and the messaging and it's just very encouraging and winsome and uplifting. So I think it, it starts with a lot of prayer and uh, being led by the Spirit and not being afraid to speak truth, but to speak it with love. Amen. And, that, and that's the hard part, and, but that's how we're commanded to do, to share the truth and love. Yeah. So Save the Storks, it's a, na- it's a national organization, mm-hmm. um, but we bring it down here to the local level and, and allowing women to actually see their babies, to have the ultrasound, to be given the counseling. Tell us about how people can get involved both on the volunteer level and on this on this project that you're heading up right now to get another one of these medical clinics on the road here in Colorado. Yeah, I'm stoked about this. Hi, I'm, I'm real excited to share with your audience here just what we're doing locally in Colorado, because we do have 95 of these mobile medical clinics across the country, empowering moms, saving thousands of lives. Uh, and we know as Coloradans that there's a real battle here, a spiritual battle and a battle for the dignity of life. Yeah, we've now become a destination state for it. You know. There are, yeah, absolutely, 100%. There are people flying in and there are companies paying for these moms to fly in for their abortions here in Colorado. And we want to meet them where the need is. And so we want another Colorado stork bus. We're raising money for that today, right now. Savethestorks.com slash CO bus. So C-O-B-U-S. Um, we are raising money. It costs 550000 not only to raise the money for the funds, but we're going to be staffing that for the first year as well with Save the Store. So 550000 pays for the whole, the bus, everything inside, and staff for a year. For a year, yes. The bus costs 350000 to build. It's an unbelievable state-of-the-art, big screen TV, surround sound, best quality. We're treating these women with dignity and value as they come and feel cherished and loved um, and they see their baby on the big screen and they hear the heartbeat on the surround sound. So powerful. But yes, that's exactly what we're doing here in Colorado. And I'd love your audience to get involved. Okay. So you can go to savethestorks.com forward slash CO for Colorado, CO bus. Uh, I assume there's information there. People can read. No, you know, a, a lot of times we're asked to give to things, but we don't know specifically what we're giving toward. Not only do you know with this case, but this bus is for Colorado. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. So, th- so this is serving our local community. So, so other, other than financial giving, which is so important, folks, we got to, we want to raise, we want to say that out of, out of here on 100.7 FM, the word that we helped raise and get this bus on the road, but we have about a minute left. What are uh, other ways that people can get involved with Save the Storks? Yeah, you can volunteer. Um, and we really feel the prayer time. It's amazing. Um, the prayer, prayer is powerful. And, 
I just want to encourage your listeners. I know a lot of them are praying for the value and sanctity and dignity of life in this country. And a lot of them are feeling like we're getting beat up. You know, we're seeing these laws passed, these regulations. We're like, what's going on, God? But in the pro-life space, being the boots on the ground and, and knowing under the under the big headlines and stuff, there is a lot of momentum, Haim. So I want to encourage your listeners to be encouraged that God is on the move. And I believe um, that this is a city on the hill and we will see some great momentum. Just as we saw a year ago with the reversal of Roe, there's going to be great momentum in this state. Be encouraged. Keep praying. Keep supporting this ministry. Thank you. Well, wonderful. Well, th- this, as you know, it's, it's a great ministry. You can go to Save the Storks, SaveTheStorks.com for more information and specifically go to forward slash CO bus to give to this amazing project that we put another medical, mobile medical unit on the road. Brother Luke, thanks for being on the program today. God bless you, Haim. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Well, stick around for Partners in the Gospel, because coming up after the break, we have Floyd Brown, author, speaker, and political commentator, and founder of Western Journal, discussing what he calls the counterpunch, which is the unlikely alliance of Americans fighting back for faith and freedom. I'm Haim Goldman, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Haim Goldman, the Watchman, new host of Partners in the Gospel on The Word, 100.7 FM in Colorado Springs. Would you like to suggest a ministry leader, pastor, or other member of our community who is making a true kingdom impact to be a guest on Partners in the Gospel program? Maybe even suggest yourself. Well, we'd love to hear from you. Please call me, Hiam Goldman, at Salem Media Group at 719-388-0386. That's 719-388-0386. Welcome back to Partners in the Gospel. I'm your host, Chaim Goldman, The Watchman. Joining us in our second half is author, speaker, and political commentator Floyd Brown discussing his latest book and and the important lessons around it. This book is called Counterpunch, an unlikely alliance of Americans fighting back for faith and freedom. Well, that, that gets me juiced, Floyd. Floyd Brown, welcome to Partners in the Gospel. It's great to be with you. Well, uh, tell you a little bit about Floyd, and then I'll tell you about uh, himself. Floyd Brown is an author, speaker, and political commentator, as I said. He's the founder of the Western Journal and Liftable.tv. He was the founding president of the organization Citizens United in 1989, and he's the author of six books, including Counterpunch, that we're speaking about today. And we are talking about the unlikely alliance of Americans fighting back for faith and freedom. Are you ready to fight back? Folks, against this prevailing culture, I hope so. Well, Floyd, tell us, you know, sort of give us a little bit of your, more of your backstory. How did you get here? <laughs> well, the the way I got here was, um, you know, I was I was saved when I was seven, so I've been following Christ for a long time. I was uh, given a wonderful career in politics. I was in Washington D.C. for fifteen years. I've just done a lot of really interesting things and had some fantastic jobs, worked for Ronald Reagan, worked for Bob Dole. Uh, As you said, I founded Citizens United. And through that path, God was revealing things to me that really has has prepared me for what I think is today, which is a time when the church uh, is under unbelievable uh, Uh, pressure, you know, uh, with COVID, they shut down the church. I think there's going to be other attempts to shut down the church in the future. Mm -hmm, And so uh, I feel like this is an opportunity for me to talk to people about how they can not be living in fear. Scripture is very, very clear. Um, And um, 
it says, you know, fear not oh, so many times. Fear not. I am the Lord, your God. Fear not. I am the Lord of hosts. Fear not. I am your savior. And and so the, the, the truth is, is that Christians shouldn't be living in fear. George Barna did a big survey that says Christians are living in fear just like the rest of the population. And they don't have to be under that bondage. And so what what I'm trying to do is 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 help people break out of that spirit of delusion. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Well, how did we get here? Is, well, it, is this an overall societal problem or is it really a church problem? No. Well, it's both, but we live under a lot of false narratives. Uh, we have been fed, you know, story after story, and they're just not true narratives. You know, there's a lot of examples in politics like uh, Trump is a uh, a Russian spy or there's ones in medicine like, well, if you get, you know, the the shot, you won't ever get covid. We were told these are things that are demonstrably not true, but we've been told over and over. And what happens is those false narratives are intended to make people feel powerless make them feel isolated and make them feel like they can't have an impact. But that's not what scripture teaches us. Mm -hmm. Scripture teaches us that we have to trust God, put our faith in him and not fear and go out and impact our communities. And, and, and that's, and that's, and that's the spiritual battle that's going on right now. Well, where do you think we went wrong? I mean, there, there must, there, we have stories right from the Bible church history of very bold people. In fact, the, the whole American revolution and the black robe regiment of being bold. When yeah. did it, how did I, it, know, how did I we get here? As I the don't American know church? exactly when it went wrong, but you know, I think there was a, uh, we were told, so there was something passed back in the sixties called the Johnson amendment. And that Johnson amendment told churches, Hey, you can't be involved in politics. And that strengthened this whole movement of there's a separation between church and, uh, and government. And, and, and I, I think that's a heresy. There was never intended to be, uh, you know, um, this, this kind of system where, well, God, God rules us on, on Sunday, <laughs> but, you know, Monday through, Saturday, you know, he doesn't impact our our lives. Yeah. No, he wants to be the Lord of every aspect of our life. He wants to rule our families. He wants to rule our businesses. He wants to rule our government. Uh, And and so that is, uh, I think, uh, what happened was when the church kind of went off on its own, it quit impacting culture. And as a result of that, it uh, it kind of became, I don't know, like life support for lukewarm Christians. Hmm. So. What do you see as the solution? What are, well, the, the, solution, what are the themes the, in your book so to help us solution, get out of this? Mess? The solution is number one, people need to understand they have more power than they think they do. They still have the, the, the freedoms that we were given under our constitution. That's the freedom of speech, the freedom of religion, the freedom to worship. And, and so we need to exercise those freedoms to continue to protect those freedoms. And what I'm calling on people to do is re-engage with the folks in your community, find out, find people around you that believe like you and then organize with them and counterpunch. So, you know, if your your school board has fallen under the under the spell of the LGBTQ, get involved in your school board races. Make a difference. Change that. 
your town council races, your your local county races. There are a lot of races and places you can be active and organize. You don't have to run yourself. Just help somebody who's decided they want to run. But, you know, Christians have to re-engage with the culture and re-engage with the government, and they have to be salt and light. Well, going back to these lies, I think we don't, you know, we're in a war, a culture war. We don't understand the enemy. And I know you bring up Alinsky and, and others on these things. What are some of the, the lies that are being pushed on us that just, they sound good, they sound right, well, they sound noble, and we're buying one, into? One, one that Colorado bought into was uh, drugs will be safer if they're legal, Okay. I, I think you can you can clearly demonstrate that now that marijuana is legal here in Colorado, it's not safer. In fact, people are getting schizophrenia. People are getting addicted to it. Uh, there there are, are traffic problems with it. If you talk to police officers, they will tell you this whole legalization of cannabis was not a great thing for our community. And uh, and, and, and yet we were sold, hey, we're all going to be safer if we legalize dope. Well, they call it dope for a reason. What else? What are some other things? Been uh, well, there's even, so even many farther, of them. I mean, farther back uh, than that. Uh, uh, oh, well, uh, you, you go, you know, we get these all the time in foreign policy. Uh, you know, for example, every year they told us for 20 years we're making progress in in Afghanistan. Every year they tell us we're making progress in Afghanistan for 20 straight years. We're making progress in Afghanistan. Well, we know with the withdrawal from Afghanistan, we made zero progress for 20 years. Did we spend a lot of money? Yeah, we did. But we made zero progress. The Taliban was in control when we got there and the Taliban is in control after we've left 20 years spending billions and billions and billions of dollars that could have been spent on America and our schools and and our roads blown well but thankfully it'll be different in the ukraine yeah well <laughs> well that's another one i mean the, the a false narrative that we're that that quote um ukraine is winning uh, it's demonstrably false ukraine isn't winning you know people are dying uh there's been a lot of bloodshed. Remember, they told us when we went in, it was a humanitarian effort. Mm-hmm. What kind of humanitarian effort kills hundreds of thousands of people? Sending cluster bombs. I'm yeah. Sure. I mean, it's not humanitarian in the least. So, you, you know, um, there's 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 always false narratives. Um, and uh, one of them I really dislike, though, is that America's full of nasty people. No, America's full of a lot of yeah, really great, great people. people. And Americans, I don't care what their color is or where they came from or even what their religion is. Americans mostly want the same thing. They want opportunity. They want, uh, you know, their kids a to have a better life than, than they than they had. And um, we all agree on that. And uh, yet the elites tell us we're fighting with one another because they get more power when we're bickering and fighting. So what can we do on the local level? Tell us here love in the Pikes, Pikes Peak region. You can love people. Love your neighbors. Uh, love people that are hurting. Uh, you know, Saul Alinsky teaches division. And that, and that's and, rules, rules for that's radicals. Rules for so Saul Alinsky, who has mentored all of the modern Democrats, says the way to get political power is through division, divisiveness. And our message is the opposite. It is through the love of Christ we can conquer 
our communities by loving on people and changing lives in a positive way. Well, awesome. I can't can't end in a better way than that is go out, love one another as I've loved you. And and definitely for us as the church to come together in this Pikes Peak region to have that real unity and to show that out to this lost and hurting world. Um, we want to ask you to, to go to buy this book, Counterpunch, an Unlikely Alliance of Americans Fighting Back for Faith and Freedom by our guest on today's program, Floyd Brown. And you can get that at westernjournal.com or, or, or Amazon books or wherever books are sold. I love using that phrase. Where, and wherever <laughs> books are sold. Brother Floyd, thank you for being on the program Well, today. thank you. And, and God bless this important region. And uh, I know that together people can come together and change this community. Amen. A message of hope in the, in the midst of, and to not fear. We want to make sure not fear. And there's a reason we don't fear, because we have a wonderful Savior who's changed our lives. And overcome the world. Amen. Well, thank you, Floyd. I'm Chaim Goldman, The Watchman, and you've been listening to Partners in the Gospel on 100.7 FM, The Word. Catch all of our episodes and podcasts on our website, thewordfm1007.com. Now get out there, my brothers and sisters, and make an impact for the kingdom for such a time as this. Shalom. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.